Hi, everyone. Welcome to Mama Wears Athleisure. I am your host, Mariella de Santiago, a first-time mom. We focus on all things mom with tips to help make life easier and more organized for all you mamas out there. Hi, everyone. Today, I have Samantha from Nursing Nest, and we are going to talk a little bit about tongue ties, how that affects breastfeeding or nursing. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Samantha Powell, and I am a registered nurse and board-certified lactation consultant. I have been a nurse for nine years, with most of my nursing career being in mental health and mother-baby. I became a lactation consultant about a year and a half ago and started doing lactation in the hospital and realized that we don't get to spend enough time with patients after they deliver because we're so busy and I wasn't able to provide the care that I actually wanted to. So I took a leap of faith and I quit my nursing job and I started my private practice, which is the nursing nest. So I do home visits, virtual visits, and office visits. I have two little boys, a six-year-old and a four-year-old, who sort of shaped how I want to support my own patients because I struggled with various things during breastfeeding. And so I think it's just really important to be able to provide realistic support during this very vulnerable time. Yes, because there are so many parts to it and it's not as easy as it's made out to look right. And it's also so time consuming. I say that all the time. It is so, so, so time consuming. And I think that's the part that I was like, not at all prepared for. <laughs> yeah. Babies have their own schedule. And even if they fed 20 minutes ago and they decide that they're hungry, like you wait for nobody. Yeah. You're definitely on their schedule. So with that, I want to go ahead and talk about tongue ties. If Would you mind starting off with sharing what is a tongue tie? So a tongue tie is really just something fancy for a restriction of the movements of the tongue. We have what are called frenulum or frenum, depending on what word you choose. And it's just a soft tissue that connects our tongue to the floor of our mouth. It kind of helps stabilize our muscle and we have them throughout our whole mouth. We have them on our lips and our cheeks to connect our muscles so they're not just freely moving around. What a tongue tie is, is when one of those bands connects to the floor of the mouth and it restricts movement of your tongue. So you're not able to use it properly. And in terms of breastfeeding, this can cause problems with removing milk from the breast. The baby's not able to latch well, abnormal clicking sounds because their tongue is not functioning correctly. And it's also problems with pain, nipple damage, and difficulty breastfeeding on the mom's side as well. So since we are talking about the breastfeeding piece and how this affects that, what are some symptoms of a tongue tie? Like how would a parent that's nursing know that their baby might have this? There are actually quite a few things that we look at when we're assessing if there's a tongue tie. A lot of times I get moms who say feedings are taking two hours. Babies falling asleep during feedings has a hard time waking up, not having the adequate number of like wet or poopy diapers because the milk isn't being transferred, nipple damage, severe pain, blanching of the nipples, which is like the baby's compressing the nipple. So there's a white line or the nipple turns white during breastfeeding being excessively gassy, having reflux symptoms, frequent spitting up, 
those are all signs of tongue tie. Wow, that's a lot. It is. <laughs> and a lot of times we hear, especially in the first few weeks, oh, you are going to have pain during breastfeeding. And so a lot of moms just try and tough it out because they think, okay, well, it's supposed to be painful. And so they come with abscesses and frequent clogged ducts or mastitis. And that's a lot of times because baby has a tongue tie. So they're not able to use their tongue appropriately. And so what they do is they end up just kind of chomping down and biting, or just a lot of times I get babies that just sort of give up and they're really sleepy and they're not gaining weight properly because they're so tired that if they're burning more calories at the breast, because they're not able to remove the milk, breastfeeding should never be painful. That is a myth. You may have discomfort the first few weeks. That is normal because you're adjusting. Not every latch is going to be perfect, but pain during a breastfeeding session means something is not right, that something needs to be fixed, whether that's because of an oral tie or because of a suck dysfunction. You said the word fixed. So with that, I wanted to know, does this need to be corrected or fixed? And if so, how can it be fixed? That's a good question. Not every tongue tie needs to be fixed. There are varying degrees when you're assessing a tongue tie. And that's why it's really important to find someone who is knowledgeable about tongue ties, because a lot of times what I'll hear is, oh, the pediatrician said my baby's tongue tied or pediatrician said there's nothing there, but it's not all just about appearance. We're looking at the function of the tongue does the tongue elevate and suction to the roof of the mouth? Is it cupping around either a nipple or a bottle or a finger when we're doing a suck assessment? Or does it constantly break suction? Is the tongue able to move up and down and left and right freely and without any restriction? Or is there a lot of milk pooling and dribbling out the sides of their mouth? So we look at all of those things and not necessarily just appearance. So if you have someone coming in and the baby's having a hard time latching, is really sleepy, and we realize there's a restriction, what I typically recommend is doing some suck training for a week or two. We can try different positions. If it's a severe tie, what we can do is use a nipple shield and those that in and of itself is sort of, that's a whole nother topic, nipple shields. But if you're under the guidance of a lactation consultant and you have a baby that's not able to feed from the breast because of a restriction, a nipple shield might be a good tool to use until we can establish a better breastfeeding relationship. But if it's impairing weight, if it's causing mom severe pain that no position adjustments are helping, then it is a good idea to go and have it assessed for revision. And what they do is there's two different procedures. You can either have a scissor phrenotomy or you can have a laser phrenotomy. And with the scissors, either way, what they're doing is they are releasing that band of tissue under the tongue. Or if you have like a lip tie, they'll do the same thing. And that immediately gives the tongue more range of motion. You made a couple of good points when if you are under the care of a lactation consultant, then you can discuss what some alternatives are, probably even before going the route of making any corrections. Right. Who would be the person that a parent would go to for a tongue tie correction? So there's a couple different types of providers. You can either go to a pediatric dentist that specializes in phrenotomies. So they have the laser or the scissors. And they can do a whole function assessment. A lot of times they have lactation consultants on staff or are lactation consultants themselves. So they can also assess the breastfeeding dynamic post-revision and teach you the exercises and the wound management because you are creating a wound. So you need to have wound management. 
it's not just a simple let's snip and everything's going to be good because what's happening is imagine you have webbed fingers for your whole life and all of a sudden they cut the web between your fingers you're going to have muscle groups that don't really know how to function correctly so you have to go through physical therapy in order to use that the same thing is going to be for a tongue tie your tongue has all this range of motion now and so there's little muscles that don't know how to work properly. So you do wound management, keeping that wound nice and open so it doesn't reheal. And also teaching the tongue how to work properly. ENTs, your ear, nose, throat physicians also will do revision. Wow, there's so much to consider and to think about when it comes to making a correction, if you go that route, if you don't. So this is also fascinating. At what age would be I know it's going to vary from child to child, but what is like the best age for somebody to look into making a correction if they choose to do so? It's easier the earlier you have it corrected. So from what I've seen in my patients, we lose the suck instinct, that natural suck instinct somewhere around four months. So getting a baby to do the suck training exercises after four months old is a lot harder because they start to develop their own personalities and they're not going to just immediately suck on something that gets into their mouth because they've lost that reflex. So the earlier you do it, the better. However, there have been adults that have had revisions done. There are school-age kids, four-year-olds, five-year-olds, and it really just depends on why you're having the revision done. From a breastfeeding standpoint, that's what I assess for. Is it impacting breastfeeding? So we usually catch it in the first couple months because that's when moms come in and say, I've I've waited this out. We're not meeting weight gain. I'm in a lot of pain still. So what can we do? And that's usually when we catch it. But there's not like a hard and fast, like, nope, sorry, you're too old or you're too young to do it. Do you have any other tips, suggestions, or recommendations? This is a lot of info. I feel like I've learned so much because I didn't know anything about this. So yeah, anything that would be helpful for parents that are maybe thinking that they are going through this. Yeah, absolutely. I think the number one thing is really to trust your instinct. And if someone's telling you that, oh, the latch looks fine, tough it out, go find an IBCLC. We are all trained to really understand the oral function and what we're supposed to be looking for and identify issues. But if you're in pain, If you're concerned about your baby's weight, reflux symptoms, anything like that, go and get a special opinion. A lot of times pediatricians aren't trained to identify tongue ties. So go to an IBCLC or the pediatric dentist that does the diagnoses. So that way we can help support your breastfeeding relationship. I feel like you just made very good points and clarified like pediatrician is very helpful for many things, but yes, there aren't the specialists in everything. So always have a second opinion for special treatments or concerns. Mm -hmm. And also that we're often told like, oh, you just get used to that. Oh yeah, that's Mm -hmm. normal or it's common. You'll get used to it, right? That's such a common thing that we hear as new parents Mm -hmm. where you just don't know what is and what isn't normal. And the fact that like your body is changing so much that you're like, wait, yeah, (laughs) it's already so hard. And now I have to be in this discomfort and pain. Like, no. And even not every baby that comes in with weight gain problems or like moms in pain has a tongue tie. But what we can do is kind of rule out that 
and then give you tips and tricks to improve the relationship and your breastfeeding experience. Because while not every baby has tongue ties, you have new moms who just are struggling because they're not understanding what they're supposed to be doing, what their babies are supposed to be doing. I had a preterm baby who didn't feed well, who was tongue tied that we didn't find out. And that breastfeeding relationship, had I gone to see somebody, I could have saved my breastfeeding relationship. So just trust yourself. And if something doesn't feel right, go ask. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking time and talking about this because yeah, I mean, I see so many different posts about it. Again, I didn't know anything about it. And it is so helpful for parents that are like, I don't understand what's going on with my baby. Like, why aren't they eating? I'm in so much pain. I don't want to nurse if I'm going to be in this much pain, right? There's all of these factors that go into it. And you just kind of run through all of your options as a parent. And if it's, I don't want to say a simple fix, but if there is a fix for it to make that relationship or that experience better and easier for you, like get the help or look into it or always contacted lactation consultant. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I can talk about tongue ties and breastfeeding for days. So I'm happy to be here to hopefully help somebody and save that relationship and a little bit of sanity. Thank you. You take care. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for our next episode. You can find us on Instagram for more updates and tips. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and give us a review if you like us.